What a great Indy 500 and Graham I Ray Hall. I loved it. Finished third. A great finish. Graham Ray Hall joins us now. What's up, Graham? How hey, are Graham. you? Hey, Graham. What's going on? Hey, congratulations for you and the entire team. You took a first and a third, and we follow you. The show follows you on Twitter. Explain to us how the whole flag thing, I know you can finish on a caution. Some people said they should have uh, waved the red flag and finished. And what, what are your thoughts on that, and could you clarify that that finish? Well, yeah, so, I mean, by the rules, the Indy 500 has always finished at 500 miles, period. You know, there was no, oh, well, you know, there was a yellow with two to go, so we're going to do, you know, a NASCAR style right. green-white checkered. Oh, there was a yellow before they crossed a certain line on the last lap, and therefore we get overtime. It's just not the way it works in our sport. And, you know, as I said yesterday on Twitter, that just, there are no gimmicks when it comes to IndyCar racing, and that just is what it is. So we, it went yellow flag for a big accident. When I look at the accident itself, you know the attenuator that got hit. It, it would have taken it would have taken an hour and a half to fix that. Yeah. Now most of the people who are going to be complaining about the way that finish happened probably wouldn't have even stayed and watched for the next hour and a half for the finish to actually happen. So you know it is what it is. Yeah. Hey, for just uh, this aside, though, as as a group of drivers, do you guys ever get together? And I don't, I don't mean unionize or anything, but if you see something wrong in your sport, do you guys get together and try to promote change and work work uh, with the the Indy Five Hundred or different racetracks to try to fix, you know, try to make things better in your sport? Oh, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. We we do have a the uh, drivers committee. Uh, we do all get together and chat about these sorts of things and, you know, what we think works and is suitable for all of us. That's also a little bit of a different challenge because, you know, some some drivers want to mold things the way that best suits their teams or whatever. But, yes, we do we do sit, we meet about it and, and try to find ways to improve. And, of course, you got to listen to the fans. You know, we got to make it better for the fans and, you know, move forward. Graham Rahal's with us. Hey, Graham, give us some education about a race. So you're in the Indy 500, and obviously you're on the, the same team as the winner, but you're going throughout this race, and Scott Dixon, who's, a, who's one of the best racers out there, is in the lead for over 100, 100 laps. Tell us what's going on behind the scenes with the crew chiefs and talking to you about your team's strategy of not only you know beating Scott Dixon and get, getting first, but also trying to protect the team to get a win. Well, you know, I mean, at that point, you know, we're doing everything we can on the 15 car to get the win. Um, and, you know, so we kind of started the race, and we, we, weren't, we weren't as strong as we would have liked. Uh, but our guys kind of kept their heads down and kept working hard. And, you know, we got the car to a place where we, we were strong. And from lap 80 to, say, 160, you know, we were the strongest car on the track. We had worked our way from 18th, you know, back up into the top three. Anytime we had fallen out of the top three, we were able to pass and get right back in. Um, the issue is on that very last stop, you know, we, we tried a different set of tires. Uh, not a different compound or anything, but they had more stagger. And stagger means that the right rear tire is larger. Uh, that makes the car turn more aggressively, turn mm. quicker. Well, I didn't need that. I was already hanging on. And it just put us over the top, and I was way too loose. Uh, to be able to challenge at the end uh, like I would have liked to. Now, we, we were still there. 
we were there for, you know, any little bobble happens, I'm there. I'm ready to take it. But to go and chase them down like I did and then still be able to pass them was going to be quite a task for us. Okay, so do you go with your crew then and talk about, hey, what? this is what, you know, kind of reevaluate what happened and what to do different? Is that like a uncomfortable uh, well, conversation? After the race you're talking? Yes, yeah, of yes, course, yeah. You know? but, but as I said to all of them, you know, our pit crew performed flawlessly. Our pit crew was on fire all day long. They were amazing. Uh, the engineering staff and the strategists, it was also great. I mean, we made all the right changes to put ourselves in a good spot. So we can't look back on this and go, you know, shoulda, coulda, woulda. Yeah. You know, like there are no shoulda, coulda, wouldas. We, we performed to a very high level, and we gave it our all to try to go win the Indy 500. We came up just short, just freaking short, you know, and that is the way it is. But, of course, as a team, Takuma won. Right. Uh, the, 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 the checkered flag, the winner's flag was flying high there in Hilliard over the, over the race shop. And, um, you know, we were excited about, uh, about, about our prospects going forward as well. IndyCar driver uh, Graham Rahal is with us this morning, and I know you've been over uh, kicking around the 500 for decades since you were a child and your dad won the race. Was it odd running at Indy with no fans in August? Did it just have a different vibe to it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no doubt it has yeah. a different vibe. You know, but it's like, uh, you know, once you put your visor down, you're so locked into what you're doing. Right. You got to do it, and and as I've told a lot of people, you know, the alternative is, uh, you know, that we that we don't we don't go racing. And uh, you like I don't know I, I I don't know how you guys all feel, but I'd much rather watch Ohio State this fall without fans in the stands than I would rather sit at home and have no Ohio State. Yeah, to watch. correct. Absolutely. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, to me, it was uh, it had to happen. The Indy 500 is is our you know biggest race. It's it's huge. Um, it's difficult because. August is not May. You know, people think Indy 500, Memorial Day, boom, boom, boom. You know, there's no competition. It's a, it's a great weekend to watch IndyCar racing. Well, last weekend you had the PGA Tour, you had NASCAR, right. you had NBA playoffs, you had all this other stuff. You know, but still the rating was very strong. It I did thought. good, and, yeah. You know, people, people were still very supportive of, you know, what we're doing. And uh, it was, I think, the highest rated event of the weekend. And, and thank you to Columbus, Ohio, because Columbus, Ohio was the second highest rated city in this entire country behind Indianapolis and number three was Cincinnati, Ohio. And it just makes me even more proud, yeah. you know, to be from where I'm from and everything else. And hey, let me ask you this. I'm, I look at the top 10, even 20 finishers. Has Honda dominated like this in the series for that long? There's a few Chevy in there to Ford Mercedes. They don't put up, do the engines in the car, the power plants. No, so now it's Honda and Chevy. Man. Since, the last, uh, since 2012. Okay. But this year, Honda has just done a fantastic job. I mean, you talk about turning up the wick. You know, not only did they dominate in qualifying in the race in, in Indy, they dominated the race in Indy. They dominated the fuel mileage game in Indy. Uh, so it's, they just did, a, did one heck of a job. Uh, and again, you know, a lot of that development, yes, it's out in Southern California, but a lot comes from right there in Marysville too. You know, everybody works very right. closely together. So, great job to Honda for you know for all the that they did to help us. 
Graham Rahal's with us. Just took uh, third in Indianapolis 500. What's the latest on Mid-Ohio? I know it's special for you. Uh, what's the latest there? Well, I don't have any firm answers, so don't, you know, don't uh, uh, don't take uh, take this as uh, as the truth. But from what I'm understanding, I believe we're going to be at Mid Ohio September 12th and 13th. That's uh, what I for thought. Double header. So at least there's one weekend that people in Ohio have something to get excited about uh, as we go forward into the fall here. But I'm excited by that too. You know, we're riding this championship hunt. We're fourth right now, but we. Only, what, 20 points, 30 points out of second place in this championship. Dixon's kind of dominated the year, but we're going to need all the support we can get when we come home because we got a good, good opportunity there to uh, get ourselves in the top couple in this in this championship before it's over. And a, and a big weekend coming up in St. Louis, that track. What is it, WWT? Yeah, Worldwide Technology. Uh, it's, That's uh, a big track. It, it's awesome. It's, yeah. uh, it's a great facility. A mile and a quarter, so a little bit of a funky oval. We race Saturday about three o'clock Eastern time, and Sunday right about three o'clock. So it's uh, this is a big double header weekend for us. And then, like I said, we bounce from here, and sounds like we go back to Mid Ohio. I'm waiting for a formal amount announcement, like everybody else. But I certainly can't. If that is the case, I can't wait to get home and uh, and see sure. all of you guys. All right, couple less serious ones for you. What's the uh, one thing that you need to do every time before you race? Is there any like pee. a ritual? Yes, before yes. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you got to pee. Or is there a food? <laughs> is there a food or something you do that you have to do before every race? Not. I mean, a food. Is that what you said? Like a food you eat, or uh, you know how yeah, baseball like a, pitchers they have a you know they're superstitious. Yeah, They'll no, have a chicken I, sandwich before every start. Yeah, or a, I just try to I try to eat something that's not going to make me have to go number two in the car. Yeah. Okay, number, one, <laughs> number one in the car is acceptable. We can deal with that. <laughs> number two. no burritos, no burritos. Yes. All right. Yeah, here's here's you know, one. There's no breaks. There's no innings where I can go find a restaurant. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. What's your favorite race movie? Racing movie, and what do you think's the most realistic racing movie? Well, there's an old racing movie called Grand Prix, which is probably the most realistic. Um, you know, actually, Ford versus Ferrari, I, I thought, thought it was did good. a pretty good job. Yeah, I did, with, too. But if you just want to laugh, then obviously, like, Talladega Nights is just about the most comical one. <laughs> but the NASCAR guys typically don't find it that funny. <laughs> <laughs> it, is pretty, it, is, it is fairly real to how they work, I think. So, uh, anyway. Uh, hey, are you, uh, uh, when you're in the, obviously, when you're driving a, a, a car, you're you're alert. But is there a time during the race where you need like smelling stick or an energy drink or where you got to have like an extra level of awareness or is it just you're always you're always too Well, I I actually drink yet another Columbus, Ohio uh company. Uh Pedialyte is what I would drink in the car cuz you know, I just need you need a little bit of the right. sugars and electrolytes and stuff like that. You know, listen, there's a lot going on. Uh, and when you're hanging on for dear life every single corner at Indianapolis, you never feel more awake than that. I can I can assure you that. <laughs> so there's not much that I need to yeah. uh, keep the uh, keep the juices keep the uh, flowing. But um, you know, it's definitely uh, we're look. I'm excited for May 2021. We had a great great month here and and had a great opportunity to go win that darn thing. We came up just short. I know a lot of you back home in Columbus were cheering us on. We can't thank you guys enough. But we're excited for May 2021. 
good place to start, you know, setup wise and good chance to go win that thing and hopefully uh, get another uh, Columbus, Ohio boy in, uh, in victory lane. Absolutely. Right, hey, right. Are you a thrill seeker, Graham? Curious, because what you do is one of the most dangerous jobs. And you jump out of an airplane, you know, uh, do anything, you know, diving with sharks. Are you a thrill seeker guy? Yeah, or is- well, I mean, I've, I've gone diving with sharks, you know, scuba diving and all that stuff. I would definitely – I would definitely do that. Now, diving out of an airplane, th- that, I, I don't know, it just doesn't sound that smart to me. Uh, <laughs> so that, I, I am a thrill seeker, but I'm also, I try to be, I, I, I like to think about things wisely as yeah. well. And I, I don't know if that sounds that appealing. <laughs> okay. Well, you're living the dream there, buddy. We follow you on Twitter and some of those photos of your wife and your dog and your time out in uh, Tahoe. Yeah, good for you, man. And be safe this weekend, and we'll see you here back home in, uh, what, two weeks? Sounds good, guys. Thanks so much for having me. All Thanks, right, friend. so long.